Miracy. I'm Loria Mirabito, and you're listening to Making It. I run a business called Speak and Stand Out, and we help coaches and consultants leverage speaking opportunities to get positioned as the expert. I wanted to be an actress, which is so funny for a shy girl to want to see herself on stages and be an actress. But I also had these dreams of giving my parents a big gift. And back then I was like, I would love to give them like car keys. (laughs) You know, I wanted to give them like this amazing gift. And, you know, like to me, like a new car probably would have been like the the big to do. My first grade teacher was not a certified teacher. And my father somehow knew that or figured it out. And he wished that he had said something during my first grade and got me moved to a different classroom. Because she wasn't a certified teacher, I literally left first grade not knowing how to read. I grew up in a small town, but I had a sister right behind me. So I had to go to summer school as a second grader in order to go to third grade. Now, when I tell you I used to cry, my parents would sit with me on the couch and they would like, go ahead, read. And the letters just didn't make sense to me. And I was a terrible speller all through school until my family moved to Japan. My family moved to Japan for two years and like I was just kind of like an outcast. So what do you do when you're an outcast? You like to look busy, like you don't want to socialize with anybody. So I started reading and that's when I really understood, you know, like the power of reading and I became a much better speller. I became much more articulate with my words. And now it's just something that I try to do every day. Got piles of books. I was a very good observer as a child. My parents didn't always talk about like money, but I observed how they worked with money. Now, granted, they also paid their bills at the last minute, which also meant car inspections at the last minute. <laughs> so I ended up like here I am still today. And my birthday is in February. So I only have 28 days to actually get my car inspected. And I do find myself like, oh dear, here I am again, doing exactly what mom and dad did, doing it at the very last minute. But I did learn some great money tips from them about education, about learning. I'm one of those people who like, I don't worry about like, all right, what are people going to think? What if they laugh at me? You know, I don't worry about all that judgment that comes afterwards because I'm so focused on right here right now. So if you told me like, oh, if you're going to hike this mountain, you know, it's really steep. Every steep section, I'm going to be like, yeah, but she said it's going to get steeper. This was nothing. Like it's always been like a little bit of a baby step. And before you know, it's like, oh, I'm at the top. Like where was that steep section? I sort of almost mindfully miss the hard stuff because of the way that I ended up looking at it, the way that I reframed it. I had a person who is a stranger right now to me. I wish I knew who it was. I worked in a hospital and I did echocardiograms, which is an ultrasound of the heart. And I was finishing up and it was definitely a gentleman because I was still in the room writing up my report and he was buttoning his shirt. And he said to me, based on something that I said to him, you probably would love the book, The Magic of Thinking Big. 
And I, as a good, you know, like student, grabbed a piece of paper and I wrote down the title and I said to him, now self-integrity is a very high value of mine. I said, if I don't get it tonight, I will get it tomorrow. And the hospital was right down the street from a Barnes and Noble. So I went that night, I bought the book and that was my very first personal development book. And then suddenly like this gentleman literally opened door for me and has changed my entire world. And I still have that original copy after all these years. It was a great book. It had a lot of sage advice. You know, now I would say some of it's a little dated, but there's a lot of information in there that literally changed my career and got me into entrepreneurship. I think the best piece of advice I've ever received was a non-business conversation. I asked this gentleman, what's the worst thing that could happen? Like, what's the worst thing that you worry about? And he said, dying. He said, but I'm not worried because my family will be taken care of. So there's nothing that I worry about. And I still remember this conversation to this day because I was like, wow, he didn't even worry about dying because he knew that he'd already like done what he needed to do so that his family would be taken care of. So that was a really big piece of advice. And the way that that's really impacted my life is whenever I'm trying something new, what's the worst that could happen? I could die. Well, chances are I'm trying to write a book. I'm not going to die. <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell my story. I'm not going to die. And then it all depends on, you know, what your belief is on what's after this world. Maybe that's not so bad. So that would probably be the best piece of advice that I got that was not even in a business conversation. The definition of making it, I think, changes from year to year, moment to moment, project to project. You know, for me, it's what is my best? What is the best version of what I can do here? I like to say I'm going for the practice runs versus trying to be perfect, trying to have that perfect business, that perfect launch, the perfect program. It's like, what if I just went for practice runs and always just did my own personal best versus using everybody else? as a benchmark. What's my own benchmark? Because there are days that I feel good. And then there are days that like, you know, are just harder than others. So making it for me is about doing my best that day, you know, tapping into my creativity and making it fun. If it can't be fun, then for me, it's just, it's boring to do. I don't want to do this. It's drudgery. So how can I make something fun so that I am always showing up as my best and showing up in my best energy? You know, whatever you are dreaming up, you can actually achieve. It's so amazing, the connection between the mind and the body. You know, what the mind says, like the body actually does follow that always amazes me, you know, like I go to the gym very regularly and there are sometimes I'm just like, this is gonna be way too heavy. But then I say to myself, this is easy. Oh, this is so light. And I'm always amazed with like how my body responds. So if I could give people one gift, if I could have like one piece of inspiration for as part of my legacy, it would be to let people know like you can do 
anything you set your mind to. You know, it's really from the neck up. I don't think I have made it. I think when I look at what I'm doing, I'm on the right path. I'm doing what I'm called to do. Whether somebody else considers that to be making it, whether I consider that to be making it, I'm always showing up and doing my very best. And one of the things I know is that I'm always just like, my next speech is going to be even better. My next book is going to be even better. My next launch, my next podcast episode, like it's always getting better. And that comes down to, you know, like my original definition of making it is, am I showing up and doing my best today? I do think that what I'm doing, I'm enjoying thoroughly. And again, being very open to the breadcrumbs that the universe lays out for me, just following the path. I had no intention of being in the online space. I was very happy being a professional speaker when I left healthcare. And there's always something new, which is probably why I now say that I have no idea where I'm going to be in five years. I'm looking forward to being surprised. But who knows what is going to happen as I walk down this path. So hopefully I'll be making it then and there too. <laughs> I'm Laurie Amirabito and you've been listening to Making It. You can find me over at speakandstandout.com and for a directory of places to speak, you can download the resource at speakandstandout.com forward slash directory. Making It is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Just Between Coaches and Once Upon a Business. This episode of Making It was produced by Cassandra Topperveen and Jeff Govertson. That's me. Cynthia Lamb is a supervising producer, and Danny Eaney is our executive producer. To catch the great episodes that are coming up on Making It, please follow us on YouTube or your favorite podcast player. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment or a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.